Hey, DC, right now at VisionWorks, all prescription eyewear, every frame, every brand is 50% off. Yup, a nifty 50% thanks to our friends and family event. What's even better? It applies to both glasses and sunglasses. That's right. At the VisionWorks friends and family event, you can save 50% on all prescription eyewear. Why? Because we like you, DC. A lot. VisionWorks, we're here to help you. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey, podcast listeners, this is your humble host, Michael Smalley, and I just wanted to take a moment of your time before the show gets going to remind you about our online membership. It is an incredible resource to help you build a better relationship where we have taken all of our best video series and converted them into online courses. You can check out how to become a member at smalleyinstitute.com. single guy and I'm assuming he's on the younger side of singleness submitted a question for the show that hit some very serious buttons for me I wouldn't say I'm angry because I'm not but I am definitely worked up because I feel like single Christian people get themselves into the most ridiculous situations because well this is just an intro so I'll save the rest of that for the show. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley, along with uh, some co-host. Seth Johnson. It's a new year. <laughs> it is our first show 20? of 2018. Man, I'm pretty sure we've been on too long. I started doing this with you in 2015, I believe. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Kind of makes us both feel sad. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. So we got this really long question from a dude. And you said long like it was a bad thing. You're like, really? <laughs> just well, long. Have you heard of War and Peace? Here's why I think this might be a younger single person. Because he really didn't use capitalizations or grammatical things. And you know what that does to me. I yeah. am an old bogey when it comes to that. I get it. I fully acknowledge it. So I need to get past it. I don't think you do. I, I don't think you need to get past it. There is a time and place. I know. Texting or like social messaging. Oh, dude. no. I need it in texting. Oh. See, and social messaging. So the, the, you have to get over on that. Yeah. Because that, that's all short. It can be shorthand. But when you're like writing out uh, any sort of communication outside of that, it needs to be so correct. He actually wrote well. So mm -hmm. I, you know, don't want this poor guy to be like, wow, okay, I'm getting crushed. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. no, you're no. not, bro. I know that you're, it's fast and you're moving and blowing and going and you submitted your question. So honestly, it's not a big deal. But uh, I'll, should I read the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I All think right. you should. I'm going to read it. My ex-girlfriend and I have been in and out of a relationship for the last two years. And you know, this first line makes me think <laughs> I totally missed a major thing that I need to talk about. So remind me when I get to the bottom at the end of this question. Okay. We recently started talking again. The reason for the in and out is because she went on a missions trip and started to feel like God may be calling her to full-time ministry in another country. We both want to get married, but everything that she feels God has been doing in her life over the past two years doesn't allow us to grow in our relationship because of the lack of security of not knowing 
I'm sorry, there is no grammar, so I have to like take a breath here <laughs> of not knowing <laughs> if she will even be around for much longer if God, quote unquote, calls her to the mission field. She has been unsure of her calling and doesn't know for sure if God is calling her, so she's been pursuing different opportunities and something legit seems to be in the works. I'm open to full-time ministry. If God were to lay it on my heart, I can breathe, <laughs> but he hasn't in the way he has for her, and I don't think it's right for me to pursue ministry just because I don't want to lose her. The way things are now is that we don't talk every day. We talk, as I say, consistently, comma, inconsistently. It's really been a waiting game to see what God does. I guess my question is, is this something she needs to make a decision on or keep waiting for God to open the right door? I believe she's worth the wait, but I struggle if it's the wise decision. Please advise. Well done. We're sir. not doing it. Don't. Don't. You're I've... giggling. So don't. No, I'm very proud of you. I know. I didn't. Man, I was close. So, and it, again, listener who submitted this question, don't panic. We're not making fun of you. We're not. No. Why do you make it awkward now? I'm not. Okay. What was the big thing you wanted to talk about, the point? Ah, see, I'd already forgotten. So <laughs> right out of the box, he says, my ex-girlfriend and I have been in and out of a relationship for the last two years. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And maybe we should have had Amy on the show with us, my wife, because she tends to disagree with me on this kind of a thing. Okay. But I feel so stinking strongly about people who are dating. It shouldn't be that difficult. So whenever I hear someone saying we have been on and off again, in and out for two years, Let it go. It, I don't believe dating. I don't know. Was dating difficult for you and Shauna? Were you in and out? No. I mean, once you started dating, I know yeah. she was best friends with your sister, and there's yeah. some creepiness to it because you're like, <laughs> you were 10 when you got married and you had to get your parents' permission. <laughs> right. The no. legal thing. But I mean, once you guys started dating. No, it was not difficult at all. Yeah. And even for my wife and I, who are totally incompatible, think about that. We talk about this all the time on the show. Dating was amazing. Now, granted, we did basically from July to December before we got, you know, dated and then married. So it was quick. But at the same time, it wasn't hard. It was cloud nine. It was wonderful. And we're not even compatible. So I have friends or uh, acquaintances that um, 10 years of dating and then they end up getting married. Are they still married? Yeah. And they're wow. doing great. Right now. And they actually, it's kind of part of their personal story ministry. They they fall on the opposite side because they constantly felt judged by people um, for this, like, battle of the relationship, which they th both feel that it was worth the fight and worth the struggle. Can I say that's probably the outlier? Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. If you're having this much trouble in your dating relationship, don't be naive that this is that it won't carry over to the marriage. Right. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is who you are. <laughs> you're clearly having a hard time. Mm -hmm. And so I, I mean, I I've taught my kids, and anytime I have a chance to meet with a single person, 
I tell them, hey, it shouldn't be this hard. Like, you can have some things. I get it. Especially we're getting married so much older now, mm-hmm. you know, 28, 29, 30 years old. So I, I'm not saying, you, you know, it should be conflict-free. Right. But when you really get to the point where you break up and then get back together again and then break up and then get – I mean, seriously, at that point, like, move on. Find somebody else. This is clearly not working that well. And so – and this feeds into some of the other buttons I got pushed mm-hmm. that I get so worked up on. So – and again, I mean, I just kind of want to say this is a young guy. Do, right. do you agree with me on that one? It sounds like it. And then also I would say people that are often in these relationships, say you know, it's two years, it's on and off, If him being young – them being young might be why it hasn't also already moved into marriage. Fair. Yeah, very fair. And and by the way, there could be incredibly rational, healthy reasons for it to be kind of, you know, on and off. Right? Mm-hmm. So they move away for eight months. Well, all right. Doesn't make sense necessarily to keep dating and, you know, whatever. So I get it. There could be reasons, but I just need to make sure and say it out loud. This is the beginning of a new year. For all the single people, your dating relationship should be pretty healthy and pretty positive, overwhelmingly so. If it's not, end it. What? Why? That's kind of the point of dating is, is this someone that I can be happily married to? And if you're unhappy dating, you're probably going to be unhappy married. Yeah, and would you say it's... So don't force it. It's like one of the things that... Sorry, in dating, I totally just kicked my... You kicked me from under the studio table. I had a half-hearted under the breath. Sorry, did you not hear that? Yeah. Um, that you know, in, in dating, we're pretty much putting our best foot forward, and so if our best foot forward is still um, not making you, not making it easy, then that's probably a pretty exactly. good indicator. Yeah, that's actually an excellent point because that's why dating should be pretty good. Is both of us are going to be putting our very best selves forward, and if you can't make it in that. Come on, move yeah. on. Either you're not ready or you're with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And probably like 12 other things that I can't think of right now. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so uh, the next little thing is he said the reason for the in and out is because she went on a missions trip and started to feel like God may be calling her to full-time ministry in another country. That's awesome. Yeah, go I, her. I, yeah, I mean, I totally support that. I guess what I want to say. And what I want to say in the most loving way possible, which I now know, I have made a statement, which means the next statement is clearly not going to be very nice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I wanted to mention Talladega Nights, but you poo-pooed Talladega Nights. No, you can still clearly no, mention it. There's a great it's scene. It's Smalley Marriage Radio, not John- Johnson Marriage where Radio. Ricky Bobby says to the owner of his of his race car driving team, with all due respect, and they didn't, I can't remember what he's... Oh, yeah, I do now remember what he says, which I cannot say on this family-friendly show. <laughs> but he makes then a really mean, inappropriate statement. And the owner's like, just because you say, with all due respect, doesn't mean you now get to say whatever you want. He's like, no, yes, it does. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> with all due respect. Yeah, I, I disagree. <laughs> so, with all due respect, try not to over-spiritualize the relationship. So... This is a thing where I get frustrated with Christian singles. Mm-hmm. And Christians almost in general try to over-spiritualize everything. Yes. 
right? I mean, down to praying for our football team to win, <laughs> right? Like I was at a, a Christian high school's football game with Casey, our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I was a part of that, you know, Lord, give us victory. Well, they're praying the same thing, so what does that mean? <laughs> right? I mean, if the other Christian school is playing another Christian school and they're both <laughs> praying for victory, then is one living in sin and so God is punishing and them? And probably whoever didn't win is praying to the wrong God. I know. I mean, it's like, <laughs> come on. So I do get frustrated with people over-spiritualizing things. Like, uh, oh, I won't say who this is because I don't have permission to share it. So a random stranger... <laughs> called me uh kind of in a panic going am i being punished because of a mistake i made like a year ago Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm not getting this job opportunity that kind of over spiritualization spiritualization bothers me because it's like no first of all we're all living under punishment it's called curse called sin Mm -hmm. nobody gets out of it so guess what that means terrible things happen it doesn't mean that god's up there going i smite you oh you're an overeater you're smited right i mean right i get diabetes if i'm morbidly obese that tends to be a consequence it doesn't mean that god said hey because you're overweight and morbidly obese you now have bam you have diabetes right god allows natural consequences to our sin because we're not robots right it, but he's not a god of the Greek mythology that mm-hmm. is spiteful. Was like, oh, I'm Zeus, and you ticked me off because exactly. you did this, so I'm going to do some random other thing to you. Things happen, yeah. and I, in particular, am happy that God gave us free will. Mm-hmm. I get we messed it up. But it is a beautiful thing to have it because I have a choice in my life, right? And I can accept him, reject him. I can do all sorts of things. And so, therefore, we're living in a world that is not as it was meant to be. Okay. Because we have the freedom to mess that up. So what do you mean, then, in this particular scenario, the well, over Well, it just feels like they're getting into this, is God calling me to do this? Am I being called to do that? Am I doing... Look, listen, I don't know what they're stressing out about on whether or not they should be together. I don't know what... Like, both of them should be pursuing God mm-hmm. and, like, take a breath. Relax. Like it. Sometimes I guess where this question started feeling to me like is sometimes Christians feel like they're trying to read the tea leaves. Ah, uh, yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where? Well, hold on a minute. You know, I have this feeling in my gut about doing this. Should I do that? And if I do that, does it mean that we're not supposed to? No, it doesn't necessarily mean any of those kinds of things. And maybe even from over spiritualizing it, maybe a better thing I should even say is stop overthinking this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just feels like the two of them seem like nice people. Seems like they're pursuing Christ, and it feels like they're creating a lot of tension and stress in their relationship by overthinking, yeah, or over spiritualizing. So I don't know if this is still the case um, in kind of the younger Christian culture, but when I was in college, especially, it felt like this like over spiritualization of dating in particular was a yeah. huge thing, and. Like, I had a talk with just a group of, actually, guys and girls in a Bible study who were talking about it, and because the girls were kind of overall annoyed about the lack of guys asking them out, right? Cool, get it. And I was like, okay, here's the thing on on my end. Um, it feels like if, if I asked one of these girls out, 
uh, in my head, I'm like, hey, she's really cool. I think she's beautiful. So we might have fun on a date. We're just going on a date and see how it goes. And it's pretty lighthearted and fun. On their end, it might come across like, oh, this person is immediately thinks that, like, I'm the one. Yeah, you're it. Yeah, and that, like, I was made for you sort of deal. And so then it makes me not want to just go down that road. Just, yeah, ask out the girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. And I, I mean, I think that's kind of what we're talking about here. And, you know, I would even go as far as to say, and, and I know this is going to fly in the face. What feels like this is going to fly in the face of a majority of Christians. But for this guy who submitted the question, I just need to, I want you to hear, she's not the only one. Right. She's not your soulmate. Man, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Your soulmate doesn't exist because of sin. No one is perfect. Everyone's going to hurt you and disappoint you. And Now, this sounds like a horrible world to live in. <laughs> Obviously, people do good things, and they're also going to do dumb and bad things. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to do that. So when I say they're not your soulmate, what happens is people equate soulmate with this kind of expectation that their relationship is pretty much 99% of the time going to be wonderful because we are meant to be. This was God's chosen one for me. And, eh, sorry. Well, we live in such a romanticized society yeah. that that's the, the notion that people want to have. Like, oh, I'm that unique, and this person is that unique for me that I have to just find that one person and then when I and I'll know when I find that person, then it'll be easy and we'll be like a perfect interlocking match. Years ago, I counseled a young guy who sort of bought into this thing, and that's why he came to counseling mm-hmm. because he had felt like he had met his soul match and God had brought them together. And this was that one person, and she died, I think, on her honeymoon. I mean, like, oh my quickly. Goodness. Yeah. And so now he's left going, uh, what does that mean? Because mm-hmm. if she's the only one, I guess I'm, you know, 24, 23 years old, 25, and I don't ever get to get married now. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of my point is that you got to be asking the right questions. And for sure, soulmate is. And I know this gentleman didn't put soulmate in here, but I just kind of read into that. And I'm assuming that that could be a thing because he is kind of waiting and they're on and off and it's been two years and, you know, what's going on here, right? Are you over, over, I don't know what the right word is. I guess I just felt in my spirit that he needs to hear she's not the only one. There are also other wonderful people that you could also be equally happy with. Yeah. Or potentially equally miserable with. Right. In, in. Also, that does not devalue her by no, any means. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, thank you. No, not at all. And I would tell her the same thing. Mm-hmm. There are other guys. So if you're hesitating and you're not breaking up with this guy because you feel like, well, but what if, right? What if this is the one God has for me? You're, that's not the right questions. Mm-hmm. You're going to push something that shouldn't be pushed. And you're going to force this thing to happen, which, again, I feel like Christians Ingles do that. They they force these relationships to happen when they don't need to. They kind of get panicked, maybe. Because here's the real questions that you need to be asking. 
are we compatible? So as a single person, you, uh, I know Les Parrott has um, Symbus, Save Your Marriage Before It Starts. Mm-hmm. It's an online assessment. It's wonderful. The two of you can take that and figure out how your relationship is and how compatible you are and how healthy is it. I'd recommend you doing that for sure. Uh, do we want the same kind of relationship with Jesus? Yeah. That's important. Um, you know, that's been an area even for my wife and I where we, we're kind of different in how we have our relationship with Christ. And we're 23 years into it, and we sort of still get into conflict over that because we're different. Now, we both believe in the same Jesus. and you right. know, So it's not a ra- – I mean, if it was radical, we'd, there's no way we'd still be married. Right. One time I get my hair cut in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Uh, mm-hmm. And the hairstylist was an incredibly pale European chick. And she was like, oh, man, I wish I would have met you earlier because my husband and I just divorced. I'm like, oh, really? I'm sorry. And she, she knew what I was in town for for a seminar. Yeah. And she goes, yeah. At the end of the day, it came down to a difference of religion. I went, oh, really? He was, she, this is a pale white European chick from like Norway. Okay. Who married a black Southern Baptist guy from Alabama. <laughs> she was yeah. a Wiccan. <laughs> he was a Southern Baptist. Yeah. Hello. You know, I mean, seriously, people, come on. You got to do better than that. What about kids? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how many do you want them? How many would you want? There's all sorts of questions. Are we going to homeschool? Are we going to send them to private, public, blah, 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 blah. And those don't have to be like, like that particular question doesn't have to be like, hey, we're going to get married. What do you think about kids? It can be just yeah. like what do you think about like, kids? Just lighthearted. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I've always thought about having three kids, you know. Yeah, and if or, she says or he says, oh, gosh, I don't ever want children. You know, yeah. uh, oh, could be a deal breaker. Yeah. Actually, not could be. That is a deal breaker. Yeah. Did you watch Only the Brave, the movie that came out like in the fall? Of the uh, the nineteen firefighters that died, mm-hmm. and that it's a true story. Brilliant, by the way, yeah. utterly brilliant. I didn't even want to see it, but my mom desperately wanted to go, so I went with her and my wife and uh, David. And incredible movie, by the way. But in it, it's really good. the The main guy, uh, they were starting to have conflict over whether or not to have kids, and he's like, "When we got married, you knew I didn't want kids." And she's like, but I've changed. Mm-hmm. I've grown. I've matured. She goes, because of my love for you, I want to have this now. And and so I'm sorry, but we got to deal with this. I'm telling you, it's hard. Now, they ended up kind of figuring it out. And he 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 basically came over to that side and realized, spoilers. I love you too. Yeah, that was a big time spoiler, but it's been out for months now. <laughs> Should have already seen it, people. Uh, but it's not always going to happen that way. Right. Right, so do not get married when you have these massive incompatibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? And what is the desire for the future? Yeah. So, and I kind of said when you and I were prepping for the show that I mean, and I don't know, and if Amy was here, she could correct me, but she's not. So let's just assume, because <laughs> assuming is always good. Yeah, that always never works gets out. you in trouble. Never. <laughs> but I would imagine that had I wanted to be, and because and, I've, I'm not meaning this. It's not a criticism. One, I didn't even want to be it, so <laughs> this is a total hypothetical. But if I had wanted to be a full-time missionary in Africa, I don't think my wife would have continued dating me. Well, she's not the kind of That's not full-time missionary yeah. in Africa type. No. Maybe the full-time missionary 
to in like London. New York and <laughs> to Fifth Avenue. So, but no, but it, it, all kidding aside, yeah, that that's not where she f- wanted to be in life. Right. And so that kind of stuff matters, mm-hmm. right? Now, if I had wanted that, guess what? I also would have broken up with her. Yeah. Like if I'm dating a young lady who I'm like, I want to, you know, I'm going to move to Africa as quickly as I can. And she's like, uh, I want nothing to do with that. I'd be like, oh, hey, I had a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. good luck in your life. It's, yeah. it's not a, people think, oh my gosh, you're so judgmental. No, that's not, ju- I'm not saying just because you don't want to do what I am, am dreaming makes you bad. I'm right. saying that ain't compatible. Right. This is what I want. So I need to find someone who wants that. Well, part of my um, story with Shauna is that uh, when we first started dating, um, she I was doing music full time and she actually wouldn't say we were dating. She was, I was like, what are you, what are you calling this? Cause I'm like, yeah, we're dating. She's like, no, we're not. We're not dating. I was like, what are we doing? She's like, we're friends hanging out with romantic intent. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's dating. That is totally and not romantic. And it came down to, uh, the conversation of she had trouble. The fact that I didn't have a like quote unquote real job and that I was doing music full time. And, and part of that bothered her is having a husband without that security. And um, so we had to have that conversation. And I told her, and I was like, man, I like I get it that that can be scary, but all I can tell you is that I feel like um, this is where God has me for now. I don't know if this is forever or not. Um, and I want you on this journey with me. Yeah. Uh, but if, if that's not for you, I understand. That's okay. And we need to end it. And it's okay, by yeah. the way. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. To end a relationship when it doesn't need to be. Right. Now, what I would say for the Shaunas of the world is if you have that conversation, mm-hmm. and this person you're with, which you are, you're very honest, mm-hmm. is willing to be honest and upfront and frank, okay, now it's on you. So if you go, okay, I can do this, right? I'm signing off on it. It doesn't mean there can't be some little whatever tweaks here and there that you guys are going to have to work through, but you're not allowed to to go 180 on that decision either. Right. right? You kind of can't say, all right, let's do this thing and then get married and go, okay, now you need to get, you know, I want a nine to five, right? That would be totally wrong. Uh, It would be very unfair and would lead to a lot of, well, Mm -hmm. it'd lead to an intensive for sure. Yeah. Because, so I, I would also encourage people if, if, if you, if you guys have had the honest, healthy conversation, then you need to honor those things, right? And that even comes down to the, hey, I really don't want to have children. So, I mean, it worked out nice in Hollywood movie, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And who knows if that was even a real storyline to the true story of the right. whatever. But what I would tell that lady if they came to meet with me, hey, you agreed to this. So right. you don't get to just turn back on that. Like, he was honest and he, you know, he was willing to not get married if that was a deal breaker for you and you said it's not. So just because it has changed for you, that's okay. And you can lovingly share, hey, listen, I know like five years ago or three or eight years ago we were on that, but I have changed. And and this, so we do need to at least try to talk about it. And if that other person doesn't want to change, they don't have to. Right. Yeah. That's the key. That's the trick. Oh, and then he says something. 
actually, that was really, really good. But before we go there, we're going to take one of our new commercial breaks. So if your marriage is on life support, call 888-565-6462 to speak with one of our intensive consultants and discover how you can reignite your relationship in just two days. Again, that number is toll-free, 888-565-6462, and speak with one of my intensive consultants. We have eight locations across the United States, and our Small Marriage Intensive Program has proven to be incredibly successful. Uh, 99% of the couples that have gone through it would recommend it to another couple. 99%. That's a pretty darn good statistic. Yeah, that's a very good statistic. So give us a call at that number. Okay, so I got teased before that very short commercial break that he, he does make a very healthy statement in this question, and that is, I don't think it's right for me to pursue ministry just because I don't want to lose her. Correct. You are correct, sir. Yes. That is it. 100% right on, bud. I love it. You are, yeah, you couldn't be more right. And the the thing I think this brings up for me at least is that I do feel like single people do kind of the opposite a lot. They try to force the relationship to work, and then guess what happens? It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Conflict. Yeah. And I think, I mean, why do Christian singles tend to force that kind of a thing? Specifically, the the ministry thing. No, the we need to. I'm going to date and marry this person, whether it kills me or not. Well, if they do fall into the, I think this person is the one. Sure. Then they're going to do all they can to make sure that they are the one. And the expectation for Christian people is to get married. Wouldn't yeah. you say that's like still kind of the. Right, yeah. That's sort of what's talked about and desired. I mean... It's still the norm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is an old number, but it was something like 97% of people want to get married. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a... Sometimes there can be a desperation. And so... Yeah. And you can do dumb things. And this guy, I hope, is really on the right track, which it sounds like he is. I mean, the last thing you want to do is go put yourself in ministry just so you don't lose the girl. That's a terrible idea. And so don't force the relationship. You don't have to. And another important thing for singles is you got to figure out how to be happy in or out of a relationship. Because mm-hmm. if you have to be dating someone in order to be fulfilled in life, you're dead. You're going to date the wrong kind of people you're going to force the wrong kind of relationship into a marriage that is ultimately going to fail. So that was, and I mean, I've shared that in my own love story. You know, that was a huge realization for me at the tender age of 21 because all I had ever wanted in life was to be married and to be a father. And when it wasn't working out and I'm in love with a girl who's in love with another dude, uh, yeah, I got pretty discouraging. And it was finally at the end of my junior year of college, thank God, that I realized, wait a minute, I don't have to be married to be happy. Mm-hmm. Lord, actually, I, I care more about your will than my will. So what do you want from me? And, and my heart changed. And then coincidentally, I got the girl. Doesn't mean that's going to happen. Right. And in my heart, I didn't need her anymore. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't have to have her. It kind of changed from I have to have this. I'm desperate to, ah, it'd be nice. Didn't yeah. have to, but if it does, great. If it doesn't, fine. I'm okay either way. So that's important for single people to hear that. You cannot plug into the idea of being married because you, in uh, other than for people like Seth and Shauna, <laughs> marriage is also tough. And now that you got, I'm so glad you guys have a child. Because <laughs> your little days of zero conflict and everything's perfect <laughs> is going. Going, gone. Yeah. I was just telling Gonna a friend increase. the other day how uh, I'm already learning full well how having kids within any marriage will just highlight and exacerbate any communication issues you're already oh, having. For sure. And, by the way, create all sorts of new crud you didn't even deserve <laughs> as they get yeah. older. Oh, yeah. Still a blessing. Love those little things. Still just a joy. <laughs> just a bundle of joy and poops. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the final question. And he ends this, this question with this. I guess my question is, is this something she needs, just needs to make a decision on or keep waiting for God to open the right door. I believe she's worth the wait. And I struggle if it, but, but, okay. So you had your little cursor there and I, and it looked like it said out. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. So let me try that again. I believe she's worth the wait, but I struggle if it's the wise decision. Please advise. Well, first and foremost, my friend, who knows what is going on in her head? So I just want to encourage you, and for everyone listening, do not get into the business of mind reading. No. You can't do it. You don't know. I don't even know. I mean, one theory could be that she is too passive and really wants to break up with you, but can't do the right thing and just do it. That is one theory. And so she's playing the ultimate God card and moving to a different country. Completely. That could be the case. It could also be that she's genuinely confused. It could also be that she's genuinely pursuing God and mm-hmm. her heart is in the right. I don't know. And the best part is you don't have to. Right. You don't need to know. So the key for you, man, is you have to do the right thing and what you feel is the right thing. And so I guess my question is what actually really matters to you? What is your need? If you're okay waiting for this chick, to figure out God's calling on her life, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Do you see anything evil about that? No. I. It's not pathetic. It's not unwise. It. I, I don't care if it takes a year, two years, three years. As long as you're healthy and you're in a good spot and you're okay with that and the relationship is meeting your needs, take as long as it takes. It, right. It's fine. There's but not a rush what? to... No. Figured out. No, there's not a rush. Like, relax, take a breath. And by the way, I'm equally fine with him breaking it off. Mm-hmm. There's nothing evil or wrong, sir. If if you're like, man, I I don't know why. And it could be my own insecurities because I was pathetic, as you know, as a single person. I was so pathetic, I couldn't even ask a chick out on a date. I became a male cheerleader instead. <laughs> okay. So I've spent my fair share of time being ridiculous. But you looked great in those bloomers. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I hate you. So it's not pathetic if you're okay waiting. 
I mean, that's, yeah. if people want to judge you, that's their. I mean, that's their problem. Which actually, oddly enough, is something I've really never struggled with. What other people think, clearly, because I've right. let myself go so much. <laughs> but maybe I should. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah, maybe a part maybe of my we journey. Work on that. Yeah. Maybe I need to be a little worried about how people judge me. But normally, I'm not. And so, buddy, what what really matters is what are your needs? So if you think she's worth waiting for, then I'd recommend rating. There's no rush. But if it feels like something different, because maybe you're feeling a little bit played. Maybe. That's, I don't know why. And again, it could be my own issues. I'm projecting it onto this (laughs) poor guy. And I totally own that. But I I don't know. I'd be a little like, seriously? Like, you need to break up because you don't know if God's calling you to do this or calling you to do that, and now you're living over here and you're living over there, and, and yet you'll call me from time to time, and now you want to reconnect personally? I don't think I would have done good with that. Yeah. I think I'd probably go, uh, sort of feels like mm-hmm. you're not that into me. And so, arrivederci. Adios. Those mean goodbye. Yeah. Those are the only two I can say. Sayonara. Sayonara. That's a good one. Sajin. Oh, seriously? Mm-hmm. That was that was Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just saying. If, but if you feel like she's kind of jerking around a little bit and maybe not being honest and she just can't. Because, hey, look, I'm not going to crush anybody. It's hard. It's hard to break up. It's hard to do that well. Yeah. It's painful, especially if you actually are a kind person. And, and we can really mess that up. Mm-hmm. Because we are kind, but then we're, you know, we just, you know, we can still be friends. I still love you very <laughs> much. I just want to go, no. Mm-mm. If you really loved me, you wouldn't be breaking up. It's okay, by the way. Right. Did you ever have any really bad, like, did you ever get dumped harshly? Uh, I had, no, uh, this is high school breakups of, like, one was just over a phone call and then um but it was it was Too more bad. it was like we we're just talking and she just seemed very disinterested yeah and i was Bored. like yeah and i was like so f- have things changed like it's almost like i <laughs> had to pull it out of her she's like i think so so you're saying that you don't want to date anymore she's like yeah so are we breaking up yes uh-huh okay bye and then order pizza. and then uh one over instant messenger Ew. <laughs> yeah Oh, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's high school. That's high school for you. I'm trying to think. Feels like a. I mean, by far the most humiliating was a girl at Baylor who didn't show any interest in me at all until she found out who my father was. And I mean, instantly, because uh, this jerk professor in Bible class was like, "Hey, everyone, we have a very famous celebrity with it." Instantly, I was like, "Oh no." Please don't. Because I didn't, yeah, I didn't like playing that card at all. Mm-hmm. Was never comfortable with it. And the next thing you know, he's like, Dr. Gary Smalley wouldn't hurt him. She got, she sat right in front of me. She got so excited. Oh, uh, we have his son. Please stand up. I'm like, I am not standing <laughs> up. And I just kind of like shirked my hand a little bit. It was like, you, why are you even doing that? She turned around, man. She was good looking. <laughs> so, yeah. So then you took advantage of that well, card? No. <laughs> Actually, what's sad, this is how stupid and pathetic and naive and just, I was such a dork when it came to girls. No, I didn't. <laughs> she did. <laughs> so 
she invites me over to a party or something. I show up, no one's there. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Huh. And then she's taking me on a tour of the condo. This is the only girl that I ever kissed that I wasn't already dating. And she kissed me. So she just starts kissing me. I'm like, what is happening? And then the next day, for me, I'm like, all right, we're clearly dating now. Because I would never right. behave in that yeah. manner. And so I called her. Oh, this is such a loser story. I cannot believe it. At least it's at the end of the podcast, so no one is going to be listening. <laughs> so I call her the next day, to be like, and I'm literally on the phone going, hey, I'm hey, I'm excited about our new relationship and, you know, that we're dating. Yeah, man. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm totally going down that road. And on the phone, she goes, yeah, about last night. I'm so sorry, but I was really drunk. And I was like, what? And I actually even said, well, what are you talking about? Because I didn't taste any alcohol or smell it. She's like, yeah, I know it was vodka. I'm like, what? I didn't drink at that time. Yeah. And was like, uh, is this true? Is this like right. the worst thing ever? And I go, okay. She goes, look, here's the deal, Michael. I don't really want a relationship with you because you're kind of the guy that I want to bring home and show to my mother. So she doesn't worry about what I'm doing at school. That's what I got. <laughs> I was like, ow. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it was so humiliating. Yeah. I was so. But that's about it. I don't think I really got dumped. Oh, good. But it's hard. And I, I've been with Amy 23 years. She hadn't dumped me yet. Which is great. Hopefully she wouldn't do it over instant messenger. Because yeah. that would be seriously painful. Because no one uses instant messenger anymore. <laughs> She'll just text you. So, but I hope we answered your question. I have no idea if we did. Do you feel like we did? I think we gave some useful information. I think so, too. So, hey, if you're here and you're on our page listening to the podcast, go ahead and click on one of those links to download our Reignite Your Marriage app. It's available on iTunes, Google Play. And we have links for you to make that as easy as humanly possible. And you'll love the app. It's free and it's chock full of relationship help. All designed to help you build a better relationship. What else? What if they like the show? Oh, you can subscribe to the show. Uh, subscribe, baby, because that lets iTunes know. Yes. That we're alive. And helps others find us. You can share our show to the masses. And then you just get it automatically every week. You yeah. just get a listen to this geniusness coming out of our mouths. Well, at least words coming out of our mouths. <laughs> That's fair. Well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in just two days. Find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com or call us toll free at 888-565-6462. I was shaking from a storm in me Haunted by the specters that we had to see Yeah, I wanted to be the melody My heart skips skipping the beach and not close enough so that space between you and me let's lose it the way you're dancing swaying to the music girl that body and how you move it every time you cross my mind girl i lose it alexa play the country heat playlist okay with amazon music a voice is all you need 
Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.